Jerry Tremble. Yeah, Jerry Tremble was a bad motherfucker. Golden Boy. That's what they call Atlanta's Jerry Tremble. He hails from Vancouver, British Columbia. Manny, the school teacher is so proud. Manny, so proud. Yeah, happy 60th. How's that yeah, feel? 60th. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. Oh, hey, there it is. Hey, the champ. Gentlemen. And the new. And the new! <laughs> Hell yeah! Congrats, man. Very cool. Thank you, guys, man. Thank you, thank you. It's almost like you're preparing for WWE because you had to hold this all secret for a couple of weeks. It's true, and we are preparing for them. And it's all true, and that's what part of the call-out was on the back end, and I'll get into all of that, man. World's at our fingertips. Wow. So who are you fighting first, Lesnar? Hey, Lesnar can get it however he wants. He wants him to keep it that way, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Show me the money. Who helped plan this vision, this path to uh, that you're, you're now realizing? But you're looking at it. All I you, huh? You. I promise you. I sat there and, and regularly I, I just reflect. I think I meditate and what is it that I want of my life and what am I passionate about? And I just, okay, how do I get there? And people couldn't really, first of all, no one thought I could fight. They're like, you're just this wrestler and you're yeah. a gentle giant. You've never, been, you've never fought your whole life. Like, what the hell are you doing? My closest people. And I'm like, no, uh, I know I can do it because, you know, I educated decisions. And then I got into this and uh, obviously the Indian market, um, you know, how we can build our brand. Um, you know, uh, that mace is huge, right? And that's, we're turning that into sort of getting through all the t- trademarks now for it and everything. So we, we protect our uh, intellectual property on that. That's sort of like Thor's hammer for me. And it's got a story. Um, and, you know, the pro wrestling angle, weapon of war, all that kind of stuff, man. It's just, I was a pro wrestling fan growing up. And, um, you know, it's all sports entertainment. The lines are blurred. Look at Triller now. They're killing it. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not old school anymore. It's, 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 it's a different, you can do both. It's, it's all blurred. Um, and it's exciting. So, Throw me in there, man, while, I'm, while, I, while I still can and, and, and my body's able to. I'm ready to go. You create your own reality, brother, and you're doing it. Wow. It's true. It's true. And um, it's a lot of fun because people have their opinions. Um, but end of the day, then only, you, only if you know yourself can you figure, figure out the best decisions, right? Um, and I've made them and I've been able to be successful enough um, that I can continue making them for myself. And what else is life about if you're your own boss? And you can take yeah. care of yourself and your loved ones. Fuck, you're winning. And then you do movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Then, yeah, then you then you put it on the silver screen and you sit back and, and, and enjoy that. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, that was Jerry's path. He got the world titles and then he went to Hollywood. There you go. So Jerry would know. Jerry, I, I'm, um, my management is Creative Artist Agency, CAA. So if you know Hollywood, you what know are the them. best agencies, man. That's it. How long you been, How long you been with him? I've been with them since uh, I got into the UFC because a coach, um, he got me in, and then that was it. I, that's it. I, I just knew that they're the best in the game. How can I get to them? That's how. That's exact. I'm like, hey, these guys are repping some guys. They rep GSP, then they rep Cain Velasquez, and I'm like, obviously, the end goal is always TVs, always movies, always that. Um, and I'm like, how do I get to these guys? Same thing. And then I started started just mapping it out, and I got to them, and. Yeah. And they only rep select athletes that they know they can make make something off of. Um, and they saw the potential with the whole Indian market and everything, and it's been beautiful ever since. Good for you, man. Wow. In the whole world, there's no one doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. Um, thanks, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'd i like to think so. I mean, 
they're very unique decisions and I got, I got a few unique ones now and I'm going to have to really chew on them. Um, but there's so many forks in the road that you can go option A, option B when, what is it that you really want in your life? And it comes down to that. And then I got to put in the work. So I really got to figure out what I want. Cause then if I want it, then I'm willing to do anything to go get it. Right. So, um, some more decisions and, and it's good having options, right? If you don't, if, yeah. If you're if you're pigeonholed and you're stuck and you that that's that's the worst place to be. Yeah, the best thing to do is have has have as many doors open as possible so you can choose the door you want to go through. And if that don't work, this is gonna work, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. When do you expect your first pro wrestling match to be? How soon if you could materialize it? Are we recording right now? Oh yeah. If you want to keep it off the record, you just Okay, tell me. okay. I don't know we're on yet. Okay, okay. All good. <laughs> um we're we're in talks. We're in heavy talks. Um heavy. I actually when I when I was a free agent from the UFC contract before coming to one, we negotiated that vocabulary into my contract because I'd already envisioned that that hey I want this door open down the road because um, no one's ever done both ever mm. even Lesnar didn't do mm. both um, and I wanted that option there if I'm able to be successful enough to to do that for myself and so we're there. And we're knocking on, on the doors and they're knocking, they're sitting up, they're reaching out to us, to be quite honest with you. That's why I cut that promo. I planted the seed and I let them, I let, I let the buzz go online and it was on ESPN today and everything. Yeah. And both companies are calling us up and, and we're at the table, man. Let's go. It's amazing. You're freaking lower mainland Vancouver, right, buddy? <laughs> Isn't this crazy, man? Isn't it crazy? Yeah. crazy, man. What was it, like five years ago, six years ago, you walked in the gym not even knowing how to throw a jab? Oh, fuck, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, crazy, man. And watching you fight, like the feints you gave that guy and the distance you used, it's Mayweather all over again. Like, you know yeah. how you're pulling all the time? Like, he couldn't reach you. And you're the shorter man. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that really shut him down. They were saying he's not moving his feet. He's not mobile. And they asked him in his interview after, he's like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I feel that's what it was. And you you yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Even when he switched southpaw to get the, the open angle, we had a plan. You switched with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, it's all distance. Remember we talked about it? boxing is all distance. And you had that distance impeccably perfect because those punches are just coming right to your nose you know like when you were pulling it was that beautiful and you caught him with that overhand right that one time and it hurt him ah, bad yeah. you really put your body behind your punches man i mean nicely and you were fighting from a fighting stance he was fighting from a back stance yeah big yeah difference. big difference yeah. he his style his style what he was good at and what he is good at and how so he's been champ for six years and he's knocked out every uh, heavyweight that he's fought and how he's done it um, was on his back foot countering always, and he keep you in distance with his kicks. And as you try to close the distance, he'd, he'd pop you. Um, so we knew that, and and that's what it was. We tried to either draw the kicks out, and then and then come in as he as he recoils, or get in before he before he kicks. And then I felt my boxing and my head movement yeah. was going to be sharper than him in the pocket. And the longer we keep him there, the more he has to work. He's not used to being. Uh, in danger all the time. In, in danger all the time. Yeah. yeah. He's used to being at range and picking his spots and being a sniper. But you got the range. Yeah. You got the range. And yeah. the reason you got the range was the the feints. He didn't know what was coming, when it was coming. And that's how you beat a counterpuncher. If you'd make him feel, hey, I don't know when he's coming, man. That fainting jab and that front foot when you stepped and stuff it was friggin' it was yeah. like I said, man, it was all Mayweather. 
Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. It went, it went, it went great. I mean, and then you know, one of the things I'm actually proud of, um, we we thought we we're gonna hurt him absolutely was to be patient once we hurt him, yeah. uh, because my first UFC fight, I dropped that guy. And then I tried to pounce on him and I threw everything at him and he was still there. And that's yeah. the first time I had like an adrenaline dump and I was going between rounds. I was like, holy fuck, am I gonna how am I gonna finish this fight? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we and we got it out, no problem. But I, I didn't want to do that again and I wanted to be precise. And I thought I did that when we heard him with the overhand at first. And, and and he buckled a little bit. I, I was still patient. I didn't I didn't go crazy, you know. Yeah. And when you had him on the ground, it seemed like you're so relaxed. Like I mean, yeah. that's your game is wrestling, but you were so relaxed. You're letting him work, make do all the work, right? Yeah. And and to be honest, he was he was slippery. He had something going yeah. on there. Uh, I've never <laughs> I've never felt someone so slippery in the first round. Never <laughs> oh, yeah. ever head to toe. Not even like head to toe like an oil slick. Yeah, so yeah, I had yeah. to, even when even when he had that a submission on me, that's why I didn't move. I'm like, I don't want something fucking going south here because this guy's slippery as hell. I'm just gonna hold my position, be tight. And even when I was on top, that's why I was very methodical. He, I, I, he was he was it was unbelievable. And 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 I've and I've grappled with some dirty guys in the past. That something was wrong there. Absolutely. <laughs> In a minute and a half, you threw, and I've, I've watched it probably five or six times, you threw six, when you when you hit him with that right cross to the body, and then you took him down, in a minute and a half, you threw 68 shots on him. You hit him with about 60 of them. The referee said four times, Vera, protect yourself. Vera, protect yourself. In a minute and a half, 60, 68 times, you probably landed about maybe 59, 60 shots. You think they should have called it earlier? I don't know. You should, I think I they should have. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I thought he would. And then when he wasn't is when I really started being, okay, I better pace myself. I don't know what this ref's on about. And, yeah. um, weird. you know, yeah, it was very, very weird. But I will say one thing, too. Every time I hit him, whether it's standing or even on the ground, he was making noises. I could hear him. <laughs> I was hurting him every time. I could feel him grunting when I got my hands on him, like, he did not like any part of that fight. You're a big boy, man. Exactly. And, and, and the stadium was dead quiet. So I, I could hear, literally, we could talk like this, and I could hear the coaches. And um, so that there – and then, you know what? The fight was crazy. i got to tell you guys how that went down. But um, it was funny, even after the, uh, after the fight, they're, they're saying the coaches were in a chess match. His coach would say something. John C. over here eh, would counter. And then John C. would say something. He would counter and because he could hear each other clearly. It was a dead quiet yeah. stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was unique and, and fun to be around though. Uh, one of the things too, I think that really played off in every one of his uh, interviews, he he said he was faster than every heavyweight that he's fought, and, and he was relying on that. But I I I felt we were faster for days, and my eyes were sharper for days, and, and I think that really made a difference too. He definitely underestimated you, big time. Yeah, yeah. And what makes you makes a guy fast too is like a Roy Jones or any of those guys is the feints they do, Arjun. I mean, yeah. even Tyson Fury, like he makes those weird type of moves, but he's catching guys all the time because guys can't get away from a punch they don't know is coming. And yeah, you're right. so beautiful at that, man. Don't know what's coming because it's it could be any time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He went from no mo- Vera went from no motion to a motion of the shot, which is easier to see coming. But in yeah. your hands, dude, your hands were constantly moving. It was so because when we're working with the boys and teaching yeah. them moving, keep the hands moving, keep the hands moving because when they're moving, you don't know what when a shot's going to go in. 
But when it goes from there to there, you can see it coming in easier. Much it was You're be- right. beautiful. What they say, right? Constant motion. When you have constant motion, it's easier, more fluid, right? That's what they generally say. And that's what you're doing with your waist too. Like you're always moving, you know, like you weren't in one spot. So he couldn't really, he couldn't, like he was guessing where to go, right? Couldn't detect it. Couldn't detect anything you were throwing. It's boom, boom. It's like a freaking Mack truck every time. Hit me. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'll I'll tell you guys how the fight went down. You're going to like this. Yeah. Look, you guys have a lifetime of, of, of experience over me in, in sports, but I don't know if you've heard a story like this. Check this out. Yeah. So I didn't know I was going to fight until two hours before the fight was off. Crazy. Two hours before. Fight was off. And, and uh, so how, how that went down was this. So um, they tested me. So I, I, I tested positive for COVID before the camp started. Remember that? I think I told you that. Um, I don't remember, Arjun, but but uh, Levente, I guess you heard it on ESPN or something, Levente? Yeah, I was so mad that uh, ESPN Ariel got to you first, so I was just watching <laughs> it right now. <laughs> and then I, you were sharing all this, these dynamite stories, and I was like, oh, man, so I was just catching them up. But yeah, okay, you were, Okay, so you're familiar with it, but... Uh, just but, me. Uh, you please share it, because I just... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I tested positive before. And then, um, and basically I talked to the company and I'm like, Hey, listen, I'm positive. I don't want this to be an issue uh, where I can't fly out or nothing like that. And they're like, okay, get a, get a letter from uh, BC, uh, from the provincial government, BC health or whatever. Um, and so I got that letter and what it said was, okay, this guy's tested positive. He's got antibodies. Here's the, here's the proof of it, but he's no longer infectious. So it might be in a system, but it's from before and he's no longer infectious and da, 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 da. So we were armed with that and we went over. So I cleared the test before we took off. We, upon a lo- arrival, we test again. And so we're in a bubble out there. So we're, we're not allowed out of our, out of our hotel room. So I, they got me in a suite. They got the coaches next door. Everyone has their own rooms. And you're not allowed to leave the room unless it's to the coach's room or the coaches come to my room and you have to be escorted even for that. And, you ha- and the only reason you leave outside of that for your room is to go for a workout downstairs, which you have to be escorted for. No one could be there when you go there and you have to sign out a time and all that. Aside from that, in my hotel room, the entire trip, um, all, all my meals, everything. So, um, so anyway, so upon arrival, we get another test and, and we're good to go. We get cleared. Um, and then we get another one after that, a couple of days in. And, and then we go to our face-offs and weigh-ins and this and that. And next thing you know, uh, right after face-off, I come back and we get a phone call. They're like, okay, where's Arjun? Okay, you guys need to leave him alone, and, and he has to be in his room alone, and you're not allowed to go see him. Fight is off. He's tested positive. Oh. Well, they, they dropped this right before the fight. We're like, we've done face-offs and everything. Wow. And, and not only me, a couple other guys as well. I wasn't the only one. And um, so I'm just shook completely. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, we put in all this work and lifetime of work and deal with a year of pandemic. We're booked multiple times and we're here and now this happens. And, and then how can it happen? Because the coaches are good. Mm-hmm. And they've been with me the whole time and we even shared food and everything. And they're good to go. It doesn't make sense. Um, so I'm on the horn with my management, with these guys. I'm like, look, I have this letter. How is this even possible? It's supposed to clear me. And they're like, look, you're positive. They've tested your backup sample. Even that's positive. And, and usually this is it. We can't do anything else. We're begging them, test that one more time. Give us one more chance. He's our main event, Indian event, all that type of stuff. They're headquartered in Singapore, so they got pulled too, right? Yeah. 
But they're like, this, this is out of our hands. It's all government protocol. So I'm going to them. I'm like, why the hell do I have this letter then? Like, they're like, oh, that was to get into the country. I'm like, why the hell would I want to get in the country if I can't fight? <laughs> I wouldn't want to leave me at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we're sorry. And it's government and this and that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, listen, if you retest the same sample a third time, you're going to get the same result. You're not going to get a different result. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. I'm like, retest me, get it. They're like, we don't, they don't generally do that. And um, just we're working with them. But as of right now, it's off. We're so sorry. We're going to do the best we can. And da, 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 da. So I, I, I'm sitting alone in my room now. Coaches can't be with me. I can't even call my family. I don't want to get them panicked or nothing. Um, what the hell do we do? And, um, and that's it. So I'm dealing with all that. And I've got a giant, you know, then you go worst case scenarios, all this stuff that, that was on the back end that we were planning and, and where life's going to go. All that's out the window. Then I'm okay, listen, I self-talk, right? I'm like, listen, they said they're working on it. I'm a big believer everything happens for a reason. I am a huge believer in that, and life plays out the way it's supposed to, and, and you roll with it. And I believe this was my destiny. I believe I was meant to be the first guy. My story resonates with everyone. I've, I've got a body of work, a lifetime of work that people can connect with and that's earned this shot. Mm-hmm. I had so many so many tests along the way. Um, you know, I, I don't even want to get into that. That got me to that point. I was like, just trust this. This is just another speed bump. It, it, it will happen. Main event on an Indian card first. You know what I mean? I'm like, it, there's no way that this can't happen. It's, the, the universe will figure it out. There will be a way. There has to be a way. doesn't make sense. No one else is going to main event. How, how else is it going to get someone else to do this? I'm the guy. There's no one else on this planet otherwise. Yeah. And um, so I, I started talking about that and thinking about that. I'm like, okay, I just have to, in my mind, I think that I'm going to, I'm going to try to move forward with that. So, Midnight, they come to my room, and they're like, oh, can we convince them to take a separate, another sample? They, they don't do that. They didn't do that for the other guys. And the other guys didn't even end up fighting, but they ended up agreeing for me. Um, and so they came to my room, and they took the sample, and I went to sleep not knowing what the hell is going to happen when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Fights off. Until, and did when you, I wake did up, you get to sleep, though? I, I prayed, Manny. What else can you do, man? I prayed. And it, it You're really amazing. Tests your, it, tests your, it tests your belief. Oh, it really tests your, it tests your belief in things. And I, 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 again, in my preparation for the fight, I had some challenges and I always leaned on that belief. And I was like, it, it's easy to lean on belief when things are easy. And yeah. if I, if I'm a true believer, this is the test and I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to let it go and I'm going to lean on that and we'll see what life has to show me. Yeah. And, and that's how I went to sleep. And, um, and that was it, man. I said a prayer and I said, it's, it's out of my hands. If, I, I believe, you know, this is my destiny. I've done everything right in my life. I'm a good person. Don't fuck me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I went to sleep. And, and I, when I got up, we still didn't know first thing. I, You know, when you wake up and, and, and you sort of, maybe you have to take a piss or you go back to sleep or something. I kind of woke up and I was up like this as soon as my eyes opened. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, let me check my phone. Did they get back to me? Nothing yet. Um, and then um, and essentially what they go, it takes 12 hours and da-da-da-da-da. So, I have this whole routine. I do fight day. We all do, right? And I'm trying to fo- I'm trying to stay on top of that as much as I can. Although I'm confined to a room, yeah. and and by myself, and and family's hitting me up. We can't wait to watch. Good luck, all that. I'm like, sounds good. I told my wife, I go, hey, listen, this is what it is. Don't panic. We've leaned on belief. This is <laughs> this is another test. How bad? How bad? How, you know, how much do we actually believe? You know, this is the test. And 
She's like, okay, all good. And she was good about it. She told me after she was freaking out after she hung up. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so the next day, so fight day, same thing. So I, I tell him, I go, listen, I need to know. Like, if you guys, when I told him, I even I come in, I go, look, I would rather have not known if you guys were going to still work on it and be on my game. And then you guys just tell me right before, hey, it's not going to happen. Rather than it's not going to happen, but we're working on it. Because you're dangling something that I don't know that's there or not. Like, but whatever. Um, so then I, I go, look, I need to know. Like, I have a, I have a routine and I got I to gotta be on. They go, look, we are willing to wait all night, 10, 10, 11 p.m. if we have to, to get this answer. Even if all the rest of the fights are done, we'll still keep a production team in-house. We'll keep our setup there, everything, until we find out because we want you guys to fight. And that's how it happened. That's exactly what happened. And they go, and they go well, as soon as we find out, we're going to tell you and you have two hours to fight. We're going to give you two hour heads oh, up wow. to, to warm up and everything, get to the arena, have your bags packed in case. And that's what we did. And so they called me. So the fight was supposed to be 1130 uh, hour time in Vancouver. So the family was up and everything. And they watched. I didn't fight till what, 430, or 5 in the morning, something like that. Um, and they didn't know why the delay was even happening. I didn't tell them. And then they started freaking out. Like, is he hurt? Did he lose? We haven't heard from him. And my phone's already blown up. I haven't even fought. Um, so the fight happens, and, and it was the most surreal experience, man. There's no other coaches in the back, no other fighters, dead quiet. Everyone stayed there. The lights were off until we walked in. They got the stadium lit up again. And it was it – was, the whole team stayed in-house just for us. I'll never forget it, man. Warmed up, walked out. Um, and just did the business because it doesn't matter what happens in, in life. Outside of that, outside of that cage, the world can freeze over. But when I walk in there, it's me and that guy, and I know that. And it doesn't matter. No one can fuck with that. And, and that's all I wanted was to get in there. And the rest, I was going to take care of business. Wow. Wild. I know you've been saying in other interviews, but it was aired on the 15th of May, but you fought on April 28th. Yeah. What was that? Uh, yeah, 29th. Yeah, 29th. 29th. So, 29th. yeah, they made me sign a non-disclosure, an NDA about that. Um, and, yeah, so essentially what they did, they had fights. Uh, they had multiple events from morning to night because there's no crowd. And so uh, as a way for TV where they get their events out anyways, they don't have to re-rent the whole stadium, set up production, da-da-da-da-da. So they did it morning till, not, morning till the afternoon, like uh, more than one event. Um so, but I didn't get up till the evening anyhow. Like everyone was gone and done, having dinner, um, everything. Um, and then, so the fight happens. And then I'm like, so we get it done. And then I, I told my closest family, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I had to. And I, I told them, look, this is the NDA. And, and this is what just happened. You guys had no idea how we got to the cage. But this is how, how it went down. And, but we have to sit tight on it. Um, and that was a weird thing. Because I'm the world champ. And and I'm sitting in my room, all you know, I mean, essentially with two guys, two of my coaches. We had dinner. They went to their rooms, and I'm all by myself, and I'm a world champ, and I've got to chew on that for two weeks, and then I got quarantined. <laughs> I'm by myself for two weeks. It was the weirdest thing, man. Um, and then we celebrate again with the world. So it, it, it's 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 been a crazy few weeks, man. Temptation resisted is a true measure of character. Mm. The whole that shit in, man. Mm. They just well, yeah, good for you, brother. I agree. You know what? You know what? I was how I got through that too. I was just thinking. I'm like, look, whatever it is, Vera's going through it as well. He doesn't know whether it's happening or whether it's not happening. I've been in situations where I didn't know I was going to wrestle. Like wrestling tournaments, if you go to the states and, and you wrestle down there collegiately, you weigh in the same day, and, and you do it. And you got a whole tournament bracket, 
So you don't know who you're going to wrestle first, second, third. You just, you just go out there and do it. And so I'm like, I've been in a similar situation for many years. I have that experience. He doesn't. Um, more than that, I've got a lifetime of, of dealing with adversity and overcoming stuff and my, my belief in, in my place in life and in and, and, and the greater, greater scheme of things. I'm like, he doesn't have that stuff. And, and I, I just really leaned on that in terms of confidence. But that if the cards are stacked the same for me and him, I will come out on top because my 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 lived experience, my life, he can't compare to. Tell me about that right hand that finished the fight. That was the beginning of the end. I was texting yeah, back and forth with Manny. He said, "You guys, tell us, Manny. You guys worked on that." I don't know. We worked on that. Oh, you know, the pull right hand, like follow the, follow the jab. Like I threw the jab out, and you you pulled, and then you just yeah. came right over the top with that right hand. I mean. You know, we worked that. We worked on that for years. I'm sure you worked with that with uh, John C as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It, but it started there, absolutely. And and one of the things that we for the distance is the front foot, right? Yeah, that's, you that's know, you right. got it, buddy. The front foot, <laughs> right, right. But you remember, you remember we argued about that because you said it's it's difficult to have the front foot out too close because of the kicks. But you yeah. pulled that you pulled that foot back a lot of times to catch the kick with your shin. Remember? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. That that was the growth, right? Trying to play with that, but yeah, it's the same fundamental, same techniques, and and you know, I, you would know best, both of you guys, right? Uh, I didn't load it up. It just no. it was there. Let it go. It yeah, because as the punches, it. you don't see that hurt yet. He didn't see that over the top. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we just let it fly. I didn't load. That's that's. I didn't load it up on anything in the fight, to be honest. I just because I was ready for twenty five minutes. And yeah. I was going to do that for five rounds and keep plugging away. And, and I felt fresh after the fight. And, and, and like you said, he didn't see it, so it hurt him. Yeah. And the thing is, how did you get all that training? Like, when did you go to Singapore and everything? Like, to, to like, how long were you there before the fight? Yeah, so we were there uh, a week. We headed out on the 23rd. Yeah. We got out there. And, and so we got a little bit of training out there. Fight 29th. Um, and then, so check this out to even get out of the country. It was tricky. So, so you, you have to do another test to get out if you a certain amount of time. No way. And so, the, and so the company comes up to me. They're like, Hey, look, you had a tricky test. We recommend you get the F out of here tonight. I was actually, wasn't going to come out for another two days with my flight. So we changed the flight to get out that night. I was in the swimming pool downstairs, but how we were celebrating. Cause only three of us are together. We're in the pool. We um we called the, their um, their food what's it called food panda, which is to skip the dishes. That's how we got all our meals. <laughs> yeah. And we got donuts. And we're sitting in the pool at donuts poolside, and that was our celebration. We're not allowed anything else. <laughs> and 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 they came poolside, and they're like, hey, we recommend you guys get the heck out of here because you had a funny test, and we don't want you getting stuck here. But it's up to you. I'm like, let's go. And and they go. You got ten minutes to pack. The flight leaves in like two and a half hours. So we got the hell out of there. That's how we. That's how we left the country. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. So all those times I was texting you, you were in friggin' Richmond. I know some of those I was in Singapore. <laughs> some of those were in Singapore, but then I did get back, and uh, and then and then near the end there, I was in Richmond. And yeah. I just tried to. I know you, to you had to. Yeah, you had to. You had to do your thing, man. I, I tried not to talk to anybody on the phone. Text, yeah. okay, I can yeah. say whatever. But if I yeah, talk yeah. to you. I'll think, listen, yeah. man, I'm going to be straight up. This is what it is. I'm going to you. And I was, in, I was in quarantine, so I couldn't leave and, and go out in the world. Yeah, exactly. I, so, yeah. That helped. Yeah, yeah. So, that helped. I didn't run into anybody. I stayed yeah. on my phone. And so, that helped. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because it would have been a little weird. Is Hey, are you supposed to be in Singapore for next, oh, next man. tomorrow yeah. or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really weird. And guys like you, like, 
you guys my inner circle, right? I can't yeah. talk to you and bullshit you no, like you that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna Yeah, Manny, I'm getting ready, I'm fucking yeah. I'm already won. I'm sitting out that's not gonna come yeah. out. I'm not you know that's what I mean? not part of your fabric. Stop part yeah, of your man. fabric, man. Yeah, to be honest, I felt like I felt like a fraud whenever anyone reached out wishing me luck. Yeah. I felt I felt dirty. I'm like, <laughs> I don't like this. Even when I made my post, I was like, uh, for, for some of those, I was I was I was back, and I'm like, this yeah. just it doesn't feel right. What am I? How am I supposed to go about this? And then I'm trying to think, okay, what, what kind of mind? Like, where would I be at in that time? Like, if it were, if yeah. it was if it was yeah, real. You're reminiscing to what you were feeling like, right? Exactly. Oh man. And then I'm like, I can't say, I can't speak, I can't play it up. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this because then I, it's, it's not. Genuine. You've already done it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't so, say what you're gonna do because you'd already done it, man. It was so weird, Manny. I tell you, like, man. Jerry, Jerry, that's being a good actor, isn't it? There you go, man. You're a great brother. <laughs> I'm a plant a seed. I can't wait to work with you. Hey, hey. So they say pro wrestling is like uh, stunt work. So yeah, I'll yeah. start with that, then I'll get into the into yeah. the into the you know the good life. Just kicking back. Where is the belt? Can you show us? It is downstairs. <laughs> the kids uh, are playing with it. it. Yeah, playing. I got my got my wife. <laughs> you you want to grab it for me? My wife, my wife's gonna grab it. She'll run down. That's awesome. I, that's the other. Hey, you guys, tell me, man. Um, what's the best way to store these things? I want to. I don't want it to get oh. to get damaged. I, I had mine. I had mine uh, put on. Um, I see if I I forget where I put it actually, but I had to put it on in a in a sort of thing like bolted on, but it, it's no good because you can't really take it and show it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of I was yeah. I was thinking of putting it up somewhere, but then I saw that's kind of gaudy. You know, like so a lot of the yeah, fighters yeah, yeah, come yeah. up. You know? If I if do I fold it and and and, and put it together and, and 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 like that, but would that ruin the leather and like no uh, no no you just you let it sit you let it sit I think is the best way and like it's not going to ruin the leather like but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mount I wouldn't mount it on anything because then you can't let people actually touch it yeah you yeah you just let and when people come over you let them hold it you let them just yeah. bask in the yeah yeah. yeah how funny is this yeah Three this is this, yeah, this is awesome. Hey, you guys, if you, we've talked techniques, fighting techniques. Now I need some belt techniques, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. So this is, um, so the heavyweight title is bigger than all the other titles, like physically as well, because of uh, just the dimensions of individuals, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. So this thing's heavy, man. It weighs like 30, 40 pounds. Wow. Um, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Wow, yeah, it, is. it is. That's crazy, man. Congrats. So you're going to defend your belt with that other guy. Uh, remind me of his name, the 5-0 and o guy in one. But yeah, he's a, so he's a Korean. Uh, he's young. He's undefeated. His name's Kang Ji-won. So they had me. So the deal is this. So they had, um, there was an Iranian by the name of Amir Ali Akbari. So he's a world champ for, uh, for wrestling, a Greco-Roman world champ. Um, but the guy's dirty as they come. He's banned oh. from the Olympics. Cause he's been caught doping so many times he couldn't oh, even yeah. go to the Olympics. So, um, he's a lifetime cheat and I can't stand those guys. I'd love to straighten them out. But, um, this guy straightened him up before he even got to me. So there were conversations, um, with the company and they were building it up. So he fights this Korean. I fight Vera and potentially after that, me and him get it on. Yeah. Um, but this Korean put him out in the round one. He's oh, a yeah. South Park, clean left hook or clean, uh, left straight, put him out. Um, so that's the name that makes sense to me. Um, maybe let him win a couple others and build himself back up. Uh, I'm not sure, but, uh, but the immediate future is the pro wrestling and, yeah. uh, we're putting that mace to work and it's going to be a lot of fun. Wow. 
We got yes. the inside scoop. That's what we got. Well, you were yeah. telling us uh, that WWE is like super popular in India, right? Yeah, man. Their last event uh, or the, the the regular viewership, they had 20 million people tuning in. Yeah. It's a regular viewership in India. Their biggest market in the world is India, period. Yeah. Um, and who better than to legit legitimize your product than the real deal? Yeah. How's the family been, man? Everybody, you know, you, you, first Indian champ. That's a huge deal, man. Like, how, how yeah. has that been feeling, man? Uh, Juni, dad's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, uh, it's huge, man. It's huge. And I'm only really starting to feel the, um, I guess, significance now. And, and that's where it comes from. My significance on a personal level, I wanted to be a world champ, period. The fact I can be the first and, and represent my, my roots makes it extra special. Mm-hmm. And to me, why that's special is it's in the history books forever. It doesn't yeah. matter what happens moving forward. It's there yeah. forever. No one can take that from me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's special for me, for my kids, for their kids. They'll know someone in our family did this. And that legacy piece is, is very important for me. Um, for others, um, yeah, same thing. Um, you know that, hey, someone someone from our community did this. It's possible. Yeah. It's yeah. possible for one of us to go out there and do it. Because one of the biggest stereotypes, I discussed this on, on the aerial show too, especially in the States, they come over with those special visas, the N95 or whatever. Um, so uh, where they're very uh, – where they pick the students the very smart people that mm. come in the tech industries, the engineers, the doctors, what have you, yeah. those, those, those same special visas that fast track their way into the country. They don't apply to combat athletes that are in the jungles, man, <laughs> that, are, that, are just, yeah. that are just grinding away. So yeah. you don't see those people, although India has them, they don't get the opportunity to come out. So you got the stereotype that all, all they are, are studious and, and kind of, you know, academic where they got, they got boxers, they got Olympic boxers, yeah. they got Olympic wrestlers, um, they got a combat history here, and they need it. They just need the platform. They need to know it's possible, and here's the route to get there. And um, that's what I'm excited about to see what that's going to look like. What are you going to do? Open up a, your own stable of fighters? We're, in, we're the world's our oyster right now, Manny. <laughs> um, I'm getting a lot of requests, man. Yeah, we can run our own shows. We can manage guys. We can do whatever we want, man. Because um, mm-hmm. those we got connections with the boxers and with the, uh, with the rest. They all come from the same port. It's all in the North, right where I come from. It's, oh, really? it's weird how that happens. So oh. the boxers are from a place called little Cuba. That's what oh, they yeah, call it. There was a Cuban coach that went there. That's it. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so yeah. it's in, it's in Bamani in, in the state of Haryana, which, yeah. which borders Punjab, which is where I'm from. Okay. And they call that little Cuba. And that's where all the guys come from. Um, and then right next door, the next province, if you will, for us, is where all the you know all the wrestlers are from. Wrestling. So um, it's funny how that little pocket of and why it's the north because that's just centuries of, of battle. Anytime oh, invading armies came in, they came to the north. That's how they sweep into the country. So that's so where the warriors are. are. They're that's warriors. where the warriors are. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Whoever whoever lived, they were strong enough to live. So over years and years yeah. of battle, they're hardened. Yeah. So it's it's genetics. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Have you noticed the growth in of MMA in India since you started? Absolutely, there's wow. a huge. So, AK, the American Kickboxing Academy out of San Jose, there, um, they got huge requests of, of of franchises out there. They're they're opening up in India. Um, I've had, you know, there's there's a tremendous amount of interest. It's it's really blooming right now, and this is the perfect time for a champion to come through. So, and there's a lot of opportunity to get involved. Um, and, and, and basically we got to just pick and choose rather than spread ourselves out too thin. That, that's, that's, that's the real challenge now. 
Daniel Cormier gave you a gr- real good shout out, eh? Yeah, man, isn't that crazy? Oh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. beautiful he's a Hall man. of Famer. Yeah. yeah, it was. So, so he, we had a private conversation at first, um, and and just when he was calling me, I got all nervous. I'm like, oh shit, this guy's calling me. I know why he's gonna call me. And I still have that, even though, like, you know, because yeah. I, I used to look up to him in wrestling, first of all. Yeah. And and he was the captain of the Olympic team then. Then yeah. he came here, the captain of the gym here. Um, so he's always sort of been my senior. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then when he, when he called, he just shared some, you know, some, we shared, we shared a moment for sure. And then he ended the call. We, we reminisced about the whole journey. Yeah. Um, and then he ended the call with, uh, welcome to the club. Yeah. And, and that meant the, a great deal to me, you know? Um, and he said, get your ass down here and bring the belt down here when you're coming to. So that's the next step. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So let me ask you this. You come back to the UFC versus Nganu. What are your thoughts? Well, Ngannou and me are rep by the same guys. Oh. Let's, let's get that straight. Um, so we're, we're all in-house. Um, and he's engaged in a, uh, in a war with John Jones right now. That's what he wants more than anything. That's mm-hmm. the one name he feels, he looks at the division that will up his, up his um, stature, if you will. And, and he's not sticking around long. Um, he's almost on his way out here because they got their eyes on Tyson Fury and they want to go box. No. Um, yeah. That's the one. That's that's the one they're trying to make. And uh, top rank and and my management are all in house as well. They rep top rank, so that that's easy. Um, and that's what it is. That that's what they want to do. So he's only here. I, I can't speak for specifics. Um, yeah. but he's not here for a long time. Let's just put yeah, it that way. Tyson Fury still got to take care of Donante Wilder, then Anthony Joshua. Who knows? Like, hopefully, he gets uh, Joshua before he gets Wilder. But I guess Wilder's got uh, the arbitrated. Yeah, he just won perfect. that. Yeah. That sucks. yeah. So by the time they shake that out, I think is he'll be coming to the end of his contract as well, and and yeah. and hopefully gets his hands on Jones before that. So it might actually be perfect timing, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, the question to me. Yeah, I've always got my eyes on, on, on the best in the world. And if yeah. we can – Dana doesn't do cross-promotional fights. He buys out guys, brings them in, and lets them fight in his company. Um, so I don't think cross-promotion, if we can do that, great. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Let's see how things shake out. But you're okay to retire without the UFC belt? Like it doesn't mean that much? Hey, man, I, I worry about me. I worry about yeah. my brand, how I'm going to take care of my ass and my family. I don't need nobody or nothing for that. Exactly. Um, you don't need the UFC. The UFC needs yeah. you. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> and you made that clear. You made that clear when you told Dana White where to go. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. People are like, how do you? I'm like, look, no one's going to watch my back more than me. I'm, I'm watching my own back. I'm not here fighting for for them. I'm You're taking the shots, Sergeant. I'm fighting for myself. You're taking and the shots, got, man. Yeah. And you got these guys, they got this wonderful facility, world-class in Vegas called the UFCPI, yeah. Performance Institute. But I've been at the Olympic training centers of various countries around the world. I've seen the fancy facilities. I've, I've done all the, I'm here to be a world champion and get paid and take care of my loved ones and inspire people. And so what, how do I do that? And for me, at this moment, it's it's where I'm at. If if Dana yeah. changes his tune, that company changed. They because they they had said India is not a priority market. One is the one that bought in. They said this one, this is how we want to target them. This is how we see you playing a, a role in it. Um, but it's always impossible until someone does it. So maybe it opens their eyes. Who knows? What do you think of John Jones asking for thirty plus million? That's a great move. I'm actually, frankly, I'm surprised he's waited this long to play his hand at this. 
And um, he's got brothers in the NFL. He knows what pro athletes get paid. And, and he knows that it's out there that UFC athletes get paid 20% of revenues. Um, and in boxing, it's the fighters who get 80% and the promoters get 20. It's reversed. Yeah. Um, so well, why not? Why not? Why, why wouldn't he? He's a draw and he's coming up. He's fighting in a different weight that he doesn't have to against the scariest, most dangerous guy in the world. He doesn't have to. And that's going to do huge numbers. Um, tell me a, a more intriguing fight that's out there. There is none. And, no. um, and he admits it. He's like, I was young and stupid. Instead of getting more money, I'd let them buy me a Bentley or something after my, after my fight, and I'd be happy. Um, so what, those cars all get old. They depreciate in value, and so does, you, so does your value as an athlete. And I think he's starting to realize that. So you, you could have made 10, 20 million more and buy yourself so many more Bentleys. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I got a question for you, Arjun. Who changed all that? Who changed all that in boxing that the boxers get 80% not 20? No. Who changed all that? Huh? Money May, you got to give money, money May, money May left, and then uh, Delahoya was all upset. He's trying to sue Bob Arum for all those millions of dollars from the pay per views. He got nothing. Yeah. Still upset. I agree. So, and they're going through a class action lawsuit right now. The UFC is from with former fighters that are trying to get the same classification under the Ali Act. Yeah. Um. So I, I you know, I'm always up for the fighters. At the end of the day, the fighters are the ones in there. Uh, 80 to, uh, 2080 does not seem like a fair shake to me, no. um, but it is what it is, right? So, because it ain't Dana White getting getting taking a risk of getting his head knocked off. <laughs> well, I'll give it this. Look, he does a great job promoting. Yeah. Um, you know, the, there's a machine behind the UFC that operates and all of that, and he's done a great job, especially through this pandemic. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of these promotions and promoters have. Um, but do promoters deserve? You know, significantly more than fifty percent, or even 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 less than that. You know, no. I, I'm still a fighter, and I'm under yeah. contract, so it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you became president, what's the first thing you change? You give fighters fifty percent or more? Well, it takes a fighter who's walked that path to really appreciate it. I would say, mm-hmm. um, but then sometimes businesses and corporations are are a machine of their own and 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 the, how the machine operates is is as much profit as you can get you get mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's just a mechanism of the of the beast that is or if you know if 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 a lot of these promoters you know were blood and guts even though they they they, they say they are and, and and they've been in there i i think if you if you went to the highest levels in the sport i think it's difficult I think it's difficult to say John Jones doesn't deserve more than $2 million for a fight. That's ridiculous to me. Yeah. How much? Two. Two million. Two million. Oh, that's their, that's their, um, like before the pay-per-view, right? That's. Yeah. And, and it, 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 you know, I think that's, I think that's ridiculous to be quite honest with you. So um, even me, even they, they did McGregor dirty too, to be quite honest with you. Why is he handing over tens of millions of dollars for that Mayweather fight? They don't even need anybody to promote it. McGregor and, and Mayweather promoted the shit out of it. They didn't go. Yeah. No one else tuned in because it was it was the UFC attached to it or anything. They just, I don't, I don't understand that. Well, I guess Dana White's saying that I made your name through the UFC, so you owe us. No, no, but yeah. you know what? You know why there's McGregor's so stupid, and, and what, <laughs> what he should have done. <laughs> that Ali Act applies to boxing. That's a boxing fight. Dana yeah. shouldn't have been involved, period. And that would have went to the courts. And yeah. that would have set precedent. But he could have he done it. He would have been the guy because he's a big enough name. 
Yeah. But he's just. But he talked about it. He said the Ali Act, blah blah blah. So they worked out some kind of backdoor deal, and they're they're on good terms too, right? Yeah, the backdoor deal is probably his whiskey or this or that. But you know, he still had to pay him. You know, it is what it is. It, it is a whiskey. That's what. That's exactly his backdoor deal. But you could have changed the landscape it, And now he just sold so much stakes, and he's the richest athlete, right, on Forbes. <laughs> so you're telling me. So you're telling me if if he goes and fights without working this deal, he can't go get that whiskey. Give no, me a break. No, no, I'm not telling you that. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So I don't know. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, do you have a message to the country of India as their first champion? We did it, baby! <laughs> um, no, yeah, we did it, and it's possible. That's it. Yeah. Those are the two messages. It's possible, and everyone out there um, that was thinking otherwise, um, it's possible. Get to work and, and get there uh, yourself now. Uh, if, if you ever need guidance, reach out. I am here. Um but we are no less than any anybody else in this world, um, and it's possible. Go get to work. Go do it. You know, and that's beautiful because it kind of ties into my next question. I'm sure you've seen within Vancouver's Indo community the gang violence in the last month. I think seven young men, 20-year-olds shot. Do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, that's seven young men out of tens of thousands, if not 100,000 or more yeah. that we have. So we got to keep that in perspective. Oh, Headlines course, yeah, do yeah. tell at the end of the day. Um you know, there's a lot of positive stories within that same time span that didn't make the headlines. Yeah, so I want to I want to make a point of that first. Um, if if the headlines read as many positive stories um, as they do those sensational ones, um, you know, we might have a different spin on 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 the stereotype. But it is what it is. Um, for those guys, it's unfortunate. It's it's not even over money, from what I understand. It's a lot of ego, um, yeah. and ego doesn't serve anyone uh, unless you unless you. Uh, unless you force it to, unless you guide it in the right direction. Um, I just tell them we are combat athletes. We are warriors. That is your bloodline. We come from chaos and war. Just don't do it in the streets against each other. Get into a martial art. That's yeah. what I would tell them. Yeah. yeah, and you're right to correct what I said because, of course, it is a, a minor, minor um, percentage of the community. But uh, for us, we work with that uh, demographic, right? So it's like how do you get a kid who's so invested in their own ego and their own reputation on the street and show them, another way you know what i mean a positive way to channel put them in a martial art and that ego will be humbled because we all get humbled in the gym um and he'll get some confidence because he knows he can humble others and so you don't need to go improving um on the street be a, you know uh just just give that guidance and uh give a give a give a a, a, a safe space for that ego but do you know what i i correlate that to your fighting style arjun because you have such good distance that you control your own destiny. And that's the same thing they can do with their own egos is they can control it and not engage in a battle. They can just step to the side or. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I never considered that. Yeah. I never considered that. You're right. Absolutely. So it's, I, I like it. I like it when life plays to my terms. I, I like that. Yeah. And that's, and that's what you do with your, with your, with your, with your style. You know what I'm saying? You're not one of these guys that just throws it out the window. I'm going to go in there and brawl. Like you're not like that, man. No, no. Those brothers what, get hurt. what did Mike Tyson say? Right. The tough guy gets hurt in this game. Yeah. So I know I'm tough, but you're going to have to really get to me for me to flex on you in that way. I'd rather just be smart first. And you want to be able to, you want to be able to speak some words when you're 50. 
Oh, absolutely. I'm doing this for <laughs> right? I want to do it. I want to get into the movies after. Yeah. I want to live a life for wrestling. Like, this yeah. isn't the be all end all. I, I want to I wanna do the pro wrestling. I want to get into movies. I want to be there for my kids. And then, you know, I want to live a long life, not just, uh, not just while I'm a fighter. Yeah. I love it, man. I think it's inspiring how you're choosing the right moves for you and your family. You don't care about any other other than noise. No, no, no. Why would I? I mean, I'll take people's opinions and then I'll chew it up and 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 what makes sense to me. Because end of the day, I'm living this life and and I'm putting in the work, not anybody else. Right, right, right. So you want the the biggest paydays for the the most efficient uh, way. That's it, and the most fun. And 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 there's a lot of different ways to get paid. You're talking about street guys. There's a lot of different ways to get paid. I just choose this because I connect with it, and, and it's a lot of fun. You should call out Jake Paul then and just. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that? What's that uh, term punching down? <laughs> right. you know? um, so literally, physically, as well as, you know, um, you know, that's not going to happen. And uh, it is whatever. I, I think it's good. You know, it gets people excited for, for the sport of boxing, especially if they have real fights on there. I mean, I was I was pumped for this uh, Billy Joe Saunders and Canelo fight, um, and and I watched a thriller event. So why not do both? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was awesome talking. We'll, we'll see you on Saturday, Arjun. All right, guys, I appreciate it. My phone's at two percent, so it's perfect timing. Thanks, thank, you, thank you, Arjun. Thank you. Congratulations, congratulations, man. Yeah, see you guys soon. Jerry Tremble. Yeah, Jerry Tremble. He's a bad motherfucker. Golden boy. That's what they call Atlanta's Jerry Tremble. Yeah.